This is Podco Media Networks. Hello and welcome to the Peace Love Plants podcast. I am your host, Marco Knox, a.k.a. The Phytogenic Chef. This week, Jeff Palmer is back on the show, and this time, we discuss his business, Clean Machine Plant-Based Fitness Nutrition, and some of the amazing scientific breakthroughs that he's discovered. Jeff also shares how he followed his dharma, or in other words, his purpose in this life, by starting a business with a focus on serving others. It's an amazing story of redemption and one that will leave you feeling optimistic and inspired. I hope you enjoyed part two of Reconnecting to My Source with Jeff Palmer. Jeff Palmer, welcome back to the Peace Love Plants podcast, my friend. Still living the dream, I presume? (laughs) Yes, and thank you for having me back. Not a problem. So last week, there was a lot of information. I mean, but we left off with your recovery and your finding a new life and you became plant-based vegan and you're just ready to take on the world. You've got this new sense about you, this new opportunity to do life properly this time. So what did you find yourself doing? I mean, you're a young man at this time. You're still a young man, by the way, but you're in the workforce and you're, you're navigating your way through life. What was it that you were doing and were there challenges with the transition and this new way of thinking you had? Yeah. So back in 1985, I actually didn't even know the word vegan. Uh, somebody actually <laughs> came up to me after about a year. I was calling myself a strict vegetarian because I had never even heard the word vegan because again, that change came from the inside out instead of what's more common today, which is people are exposed to Facebook and internet and movies and books and speakers. And that's generally where a lot of people are coming to it. And that's great. But back then, we didn't have the internet. (laughs) There was no social media that hadn't been invented yet. There were hardly any books. There were no movies. There were no resources, hardly, really. But, you know, so in the workplace, I'm like, okay, now that I'm vegan and this is how I feel, how can I apply that? And I'm like, a vegan job? I didn't even know the word vegan. I mean, people, I say vegan to somebody and they thought, what planet is that? You know? (laughs) Uh, So we've come a long way from then, uh, which I'm happy for, but it was difficult to find some place in the work. Well, I knew I wanted to be more about health and health promoting health. So I got into the health food stores and worked through health food stores and then worked my way up into corporate environments and was, you know, at the corporate level for many of the big companies and the health and fitness companies. But You know, it was a funny turning point. I was really kind of trying to dig deeper of how I could be more aligned with who I am. And obviously working for other companies that were doing things that I didn't agree with, I thought, okay, well, that's the way the world is. We're not a vegan world yet, so I'm going to have to live with other people that aren't and aren't doing vegan things. But, you know, I said, well, how can I get more aligned with that? And you know, I was telling my wife about my workplace day and I said, yeah, I just got paid $1 for my patent at the very first amino acid profile of human muscle tissue. And she's like, wow, that's amazing. It went on to make millions of dollars for the company. And she goes, why are you giving all of your great ideas over to companies that pay you $1 for your, <laughs> for your thoughts? Why are we not doing this for ourselves? And the light bulb just went on and I said, oh my God, let's do it. Whatever it takes, let's make it happen. And so I said, okay, if I'm going to do a company, I want it to be completely natural, completely clean, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, certified vegan in everything we do. It has to be that 
or it's not worth doing company for. And people laughed at me, said, oh my God, sports nutrition that's vegan, that's natural, nobody's going to buy that. (laughs) And I said, I don't care. I'm going to do what I love, what I care about, what matters to me. And I'm going to do it until it works. I'm going to do it until enough people start to buy it. But I'm going to do it because that's who I am. And that's what I want out of life. And I want to give to life. I don't want to give crappy products to people. I hate sales. I think sales sucks because sales to me is trying to convince something to buy something that they don't want. What I want to do is offer something to some people that can actually be a benefit to them, something they do want, something that will help them in life. That's rewarding to me. I get my rewards from people saying, wow, this product really is amazing. It's working great for me. I've you know, had improved health benefits. All that. That's the reward part. The money, if I was doing this for money, I would be doing something completely different. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. And I really admire the fact that you stuck to who you really are, your core, your dedication is unwavering. And I think a lot of people navigate that, that stream of I'm this way, but I'm still stuck in this dissonance of corporate life. How do I escape? Because I'm, I'm 90% there, but there's this 10% looming over me that isn't allowing me to truly express myself. And you found a way and you decided just to jump and it sounds like build a parachute on the way down, which is hard to do. It takes a big, big determination and and self-faith. So that's really amazing. And your wife nudging you gently to go, hey, no, (laughs) you've got something special there. Having a partner that helps believe in you too and gives you the faith and gives you the courage when things seem tough, when things seem like you just want to give up and quit, like you're getting beat up by the world that really is dictating you have to go this way. You have to have the job. You have to pay the bills. You've got a mortgage. You got a car payment to pay. You know, you've got to put food on the table. You know, and if you do something wrong in the workplace, they're going to take that all away from you. So we're constantly set up to live ourselves in fear, but we don't have to. That's still your choice. You can do things. Entrepreneurs are born every second of every day in this world, but it takes a lot to be an entrepreneur. It takes a lot to be an entrepreneur doing something you believe in when it's not the popular thing to do. You know, it Mm -hmm. was not popular seven years ago to do what I was doing. But I knew that I was doing the right thing for me and the right thing for the people who would be involved with Clean Machine. And I held on to that belief. And it's it's been uh, (laughs) it's been um, seven years now. But I want to show people one that you can do what you believe in and succeed at it. It takes work. It takes learning and it takes being adaptive. You have to realize when crap happens to you, you got to roll with it, figure out why it did that and make changes. So Mm -hmm. it it takes a lot of effort, but it also be truly rewarding. You get to do what you believe in. You get to do what's aligned with who you are. You get to reap the fruits of your behavior and the best Again, I'll I'll pounce on it because it's so meaningful to me. When someone says, wow, this product changed my life, that to me is everything. That is what gets me to the next day. You know, when I get hit with the things like something going wrong and then causing a big mistake in the business or whatever, it seems crushing at the time. And then I have someone say, wow, I love this. I've been using your product and it's, it's just really transformed my health. Thank you so much for it. And I'm like, 
that's why I do this. You know? <laughs> that's the reason. That's amazing. Yeah, you know, you can't put a price tag on happiness, can you? I mean, there's no amount of money that I would trade for true happiness. And that sounds like a, a, a real set point for you. And that's, that's beautiful. So you've, you've decided to go out and do this thing on your own. You formed this company, right? Yes. Machine, which the name yeah. says it all. I mean, I'll let you dive into it. So yeah. you formed Clean Machine. Take me through that. You've started the company. And what are some of the products that you're making? And, and how does it evolve from back in 2013 to present day? Yeah, so Clean Machine obviously comes from, I'm trying to encourage people to keep this amazing, beautiful, miraculous machine that we have called the human body clean. And clean meaning free of drugs, because I see in the fitness movement, especially where I was involved with all the sports nutrition companies, all had steroid using bodybuilders as their athletes. And I'm like, that, that's not health promoting. That's not fitness. That's drug abuse. I don't want to be a part of that. And I don't want to encourage that. And I saw what it was doing to young kids who wanted to be like that 300 pound bodybuilder and destroying their life and drugs, dying at you know early ages because of the drug use. And I'm like, God, if I can show people what they can accomplish without drugs, without harming animals, without damaging their own body and do it in a healthy way that they could enjoy for their whole life and even live long, live life longer. Well, then that's what I want to try to promote. So Clean Machine is all about being natural and drug-free, but it's also about being plant-based and fitness and embracing the total health and fitness. So obviously, with steroids being the dominant force in the bodybuilding world, I wanted a replacement for that. I wanted a natural way to bring the body back into a healthful balance of hormones. And testosterone is a, a touchy category that I would have never played in until I found this amazing cactus flower. It's a Puntia cactus flower. The flower is a sex organ of the plant, controls its hormones, and it does so in humans. The studies on it showed it inhibited conversion of testosterone to either estrogen or DHT by over 80%. And so I called it cell block 80 because it's blocking 80% of the conversion of testosterone. So you're not losing all that testosterone to either estrogen or DHT, which can cause really nasty side effects. And it's promoting a total balance of cortisol, of sex hormone binding globulin, of DHEA, of free testosterone. It's looking at the whole picture because our body is a machine that is based on systems not one thing. It's not just about elevating testosterone. If you do that, you throw the whole system out of balance and a cascade of negative events start to happen. You ever listen to those drug commercials on television? Of yeah. course, it's because drugs do one thing. They poke at one aspect of our body and then they have to list the 20 to 50 different side effects <laughs> that happen because it's pushing the body out of balance. What you need to do is use plants Plants have lots of different phytochemicals in them that do that. As a matter of fact, this cactus flower was shown to uh, hit all five of those points. And the companies that actually did the research on it were trying to isolate it to make a drug out of it, but found that it was the, the synergy between the different phytochemicals in the plant that actually made it work. So we need to get away from this allopathic medicine thinking, which is you can take one piece out and plug it because that's not way the human body works. Our body works as complex systems. So using plant compounds that have lots of different attributes to them can bring the body into an optimal performance area for that. So then I was like, okay, 
the two biggest things besides, now I've got testosterone really, and, and the whole hormone package, and this is so balanced, it actually can be used by men and women, which is really unique in that category. But I wanted to move into two of the biggest areas that are contributing to the most, both environmental and animal suffering in the world, mm -hmm. which is the dairy or whey protein, which is huge in fitness. It's a $24 billion industry. And then fish oil. So, okay, that's probably one of the top used, most used supplements in the world. So I wanted to find plant-based equivalents or maybe even something that was better and I was fortunate to be the first company in the world to find both of those. Take me through that, because <laughs> this is interesting, because if someone isn't familiar with your product, as I was prior to meeting you, the process that you're going through for this protein, it is purely clean and natural, and it's everywhere. <laughs> it's Right? Am I wrong? I mean, it's out there and no one was looking for it and you found it. So take me through that. What is the process? Yeah, Ralph Waldo Emerson had a, a great quote that said, a weed is a plant that we haven't discovered its virtues and values of yet. <laughs> and, and that is exactly what it is. It's called duckweed. We've been trying to kill it for the last 50 years until somebody was actually going to use it for biofuels and did the nutritional analysis on it to see its chemical composition and said, holy cow, we shouldn't be uh, <laughs> destroying this. We should be eating it. So what was found in duckweed is a, is a freshwater plant and grows right on um, freshwater on lakes and ponds all over the world. It's ubiquitous. It's one of the most widely spread plants in the world and it's the fastest growing plant in the world. But it grows so fast because it pulls up nutrients so efficiently. Now, what that means is it is the most nutrient-dense plant we've ever discovered, higher than spirulina, chlorella, higher than moringa, even in total nutricity, kale, spinach, all of them. I mean, for it to be the number one superfood and the highest in protein of the plant kingdom, that was incredible. Higher than pea, rice, hemp. Even soy, which was the gold standard for plant proteins, this is in a complete amino acid profile. It's higher in essential amino acids and higher in branched chain amino acids than any of those other plants. Just incredible. I mean, it is the super plant of super plants. It's not only nutrient dense, it's the highest and richest in protein source too as well. And then you add, you know, one scoop is about 50% of your omega-3s. You get uh, about 60% of your iron. You're getting 32% of your fiber. We use the whole plant. Now, most of the plant proteins on the market, what they do is take a source like pea or rice or hemp, and then they isolate out just the protein. They strip away all the fiber, the omega, all the micronutrients, the vitamins and minerals, and they, you just get the protein out of it. Well, our bodies don't run on just protein. That's why we need to eat food with all of the nutrients in it. And that's exactly what we did. So I wanted to do something different. Most people are used to eating, you know, drinking a, a protein shake that tastes like a chocolate milkshake or a vanilla milkshake, right? And that's because they've isolated out the protein and stripped out all the things that could make that taste differently. But I said, no, wait a minute. I think it's time we do the right thing and put the whole food in there, the whole plant. So it's green. It's really rich in chlorophyll, phytonutrients, polyphenols, antioxidants, all the stuff you find in good, healthy, true whole food, because we use the whole plant. And it even contains B12. Now that's, that's a huge breakthrough. 
B12 from a plant? I mean, no one was looking there, were they? I mean, everyone assumed, well, prior to going plant-based, most people assume you had to get it from meat. But little did they know, the animal gets it from its food source, plants and bacteria, right? <laughs> so how how did they discover the B12? I read somewhere that it was almost an accident. They weren't even... Yeah. <laughs> so the growers were looking to supply it to larger big companies, big food companies, and the big food companies test for everything. They just do that with everything they do because they have to put it on their labels. And nobody had tested before because just the assumption is that B12 is not found in plants, so no sense in testing for it. But they test for everything anyway. And they said, hey, came back and said, hey, do you realize this has B12 in it? So we looked at the research and sure enough, it's been shown to have B12 in it. So we went and did the full test, the LCMSMS test and found, yeah, bioactive B12, methyl and adenosyl cobalamin, two of the bioactive forms found in the human body and used by our body. So that was really exciting. Now, how does the B12 get there? So B12 comes from bacteria. That's the only place it's produced. Animals don't produce B12, only bacteria produce it. So how does it get inside the plant? That's a good question. So normally bacteria lives in the soil, but unfortunately due to modern farming practices, and pesticides and herbicides and artificial fertilizers, we've wiped out most of the bacteria in the soil where the plants are growing. So it's not detected in the food. Okay, so based on that, the assumption was it's just not in plants. Well, it could be if we actually had really biodynamic farming, if it was you know, microorganism-rich soil. The plant has a symbiotic relationship where it sends uh, sugars and amino acids down into the soil to attract the bacteria. In return, the bacteria eats that and says, thank you for the food. I'm going to send you some nutrients that I've broken down. And it's a nice symbiotic relationship. The plants feed the bacteria, the bacteria feed the plants. It's a beautiful thing. But in a plant that's living in the water system, they're not in soil. They're floating around the water and they're moving. So how does the bacteria get to that symbiotic relationship? Well, the plant is adapted by taking up the bacteria into the plant and make little communities of them inside the plant where they produce the B12. And that's why when we're using a whole water plant, we're getting that B12 in it. And that's how Lentine was found to be the first major plant to contain bioactive B12. Boom. <laughs> I mean, wow. That's amazing. So the fear that people have when they go plant-based and vegan of not having their B12, that myth is now destroyed. It is gone. It is over. And now that we know this, we can actually start putting that nutrient, those bacteria back into the soil where they belong. It'll help the plants produce more, right? So farmers out there, let's get on board with this. Let's put the fungus and the bacteria back into the soils. You're going to get higher crop yields out of it. You're going to make more money. So it's more profitable for you to do the right thing. And plus, we're going to be eating plants that are much more nutrient rich because those bacteria and fungus are breaking down more nutrients and making them available for the plant. And our food has become more nutrient rich. So it's a win-win. The farmers win, the consumers win, and the plants win. I love it. Yeah, you know, regenerative agriculture is something that is starting to catch on. We need a lot more of it, obviously. I recently listened to Zach Bush talk about that and the glyphosate that's in the soil, just killing the soil year in and year out and destroying the crops. So I'm completely with you on that tip. So that's amazing that that can even contribute to that. So 
And, you know, I found a plant that can actually rebalance our hormones tremendously better than any plant they've ever discovered by eight to 10 times. But nobody would bring it to market because it takes requires some education. I found a, a protein, you know, that is higher in protein, higher in nutrient density, more eco-friendly on near zero carbon footprint, more, more nutrients per square inch of any crop in the world. I mean, this could be a game changer for global health and global food supply, you know, but people weren't bringing these products to market. I was reading about the research, like I read about the research about ahi flour, tremendous uh, thing. And I worked with the company and I was first to bring, you know, the cactus flour to market, DM33, first to bring lentine to market. And uh, now I was first to bring ahi flour to market and ahi flour clinically proven 400% more effective than flax, better than chia, hemp, any of them, four times more effective than the number one selling plant-based omega in the world. And nobody was bringing to this to the market. You know, I went to one of the top retailers and I said, this published human study, here it is, four times more effective than all that flax you have on your shelf. And he goes, yeah, that's why I won't bring it in. And I'm like, what? You won't give your customers the absolute best that nature has to offer? He goes, no, what am I going to do when it sells and the rest of my products don't sell? I'll have to discontinue all that inventory. And I'm like, wow, really? The dollar. The dollar won. And so I said, all right, well, if that's the mindset of the retailers, there is a different way to get to the consumer. I can go direct to them. I can do lectures. I can do talks all over the country. I can do veg fests and things like that. I can come on your show and talk about it. And we can get this information out directly because the retailers, the big people who are controlling the money, all they care about is profits. They just want to sell the best selling. Look, when you have a company out there that is selling well, how do they sell well? Vast majority of them make the product as cheap as possible so they can make the most profit on it and then spend a lot of money of that profit on advertising to convince you that to buy their product. And what you're doing is setting up an environment where people are buying the cheapest, crappiest products out there just because they have the most advertising spend. And they have the most advertising spend because it's so cheap. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how they can spend that much money. We have hardly any budget on that. We put all our money into the product. So you get the best product. The consumer gets the highest quality. You get plants that nobody else will touch because it costs too much money to advertise. It costs too much money to educate them on. It's green. Who wants a green protein? That's not going to sell as well as a chocolate candy bar flavored protein, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. For the people who are really concerned about health. People who really want to make a difference and improve their life, enjoy life, live a healthy, long life, and not end up suffering with disease states. These products I make for you. For those who want a chocolate candy bar tasting protein shake, there's products out there for you for that. You get what you pay for. For those who are serious about health, I want to make products for those people because that's who I am. I care about my health. I am enjoying what health brings to my life, and I want to share that with other people. That's beautiful. You know, we need to get some of this product in Dr. Khan's hand, maybe uh, Dr. Esselstein and, and Campbell, all these doctors in this plant-based movement that subscribe to this. Get them on board if they're not already and see if they can help pioneer this and champion this and echo the message. That's really what this movement needs. I mean, you're out there doing it. You're pounding the pavement and I know you're on shows and you're talking about it as much as people will listen, but we need more people on board, Jeff. We need a lot of people supporting this because it's amazing work. 
Well, and it's an empowering field. When you can start voting with your dollars by choosing the products and the brands out there that are really caring about that. There's a lot of companies out there trying to do the right thing, but they're going up against big retailers and big advertisers that are crowding out the space. And now that we have Amazon, now that we have direct consumer sales on the internet, you know, you have access, the consumer has access to companies out there doing really innovative things, doing stuff that has high integrity to them. And by supporting those companies, you're supporting the growth for everyone. You're doing everyone a service because it allows those companies to then lower their prices because of supply and demand. It allows those people to be heard that they're doing the right thing. And plus, you're supporting an industry that believes in helping people instead of just helping the profits of a company. And It's all an empowerment process from being the consumer to making decisions to buy those types of products instead of the cheap products that taste like candy bars. Yes, you can do that. You can make the difference. You can steer where our economy goes. I want to do things right as a business to help other entrepreneurs out there believe that they can do the right thing too and be successful in business. That's what I want to do as an example too. And there's no doubt that you're doing that. You are building a legacy with everything that you do, Jeff. It's amazing work. And I, I commend you for staying steadfast. It's I know it's had its challenges and I know some people don't want to hear the data and the research, which by the way, if anyone's curious, Jeff is an open book. He is fully transparent. You can go to cleanmachine.com and you can see the studies for yourself. He's not just pulling this stuff out of thin air. I've looked at them. I think one of them, I mean, over 40 studies and research over the years. And as you mentioned earlier, which is really crucial for people to understand, human studies, clinical trials, that's important. Mm -hmm. It's not done on a rat. It's done on a human. It's been proven. Yes. End of story. Exactly. (laughs) So what's next for you, Jeff? What's going on personally and professionally? (laughs) Let's dive in a little bit of that. What's, What's next on the horizon? Well, my life and my wife mean the world to me, and I'll continue. No matter what I do with the business, I will always look at ways of trying to give back. I am you know, dedicated to the end of my life to looking to help people in whatever way, spiritually, emotionally, physically, through health and fitness, whatever way, make transformational changes in their life. And look, these changes don't have to be big. Start with something small. When I was at 24-Hour Fitness, one of the amazing studies that they did to find recidivism, why people stop going to the gym. And the number one reason is I don't get results fast enough. And what I'm saying is don't try to bite off too much. Look for small wins and get, you know, I said, so if I can give them a product that helps them get results in the gym a little bit sooner, that they look in the mirror and go, wow, I see that change. If they feel that strength, like I put on more weight today, I can feel the difference. If I can get them excited about the next day, then I'm doing my part to help people stay on the path of health and fitness. And that's what I'm hoping these products do. Look, sports nutrition products are not the answer. You don't get instant 300 pound muscle. That's from drugs. So forget that lie. What they can do is help improve your health, help improve your results and get your results sooner and quicker. So you stay inspired, you stay healthy, and you can do it in a way that really is not achieved. These plants out there are accomplishing, can do things for our body that food cannot do. 
Food is the essential backbone. We have to have a healthy diet as our base. But these other herbs do have attributes at them that are just not found in foods. You know, we have a pasta sauce with thyme and basil and parsley in it. These are dried herbs. These are supplements that you add to it. You don't sit down to a bowl of basil. <laughs> yeah, I challenge day. anyone to try that. <laughs> it's not a food source. It's a complement to your food. So think of supplements as complements to your food and to your health regimen that can help promote your health even in better ways, that can get you to performance levels in better ways. So these are complements to your thing. That's why they're called a supplement. You supplement them to a healthy diet. I love it. I love it. So it sounds like what's next for you is steadfast and loving life, loving <laughs> your family, and serving humanity. And that's beautiful, my friend. And that to me is so rewarding. And that's, that's the part that I get the most out of life. Brings tears to my eyes just to feel when you're on the right path and you feel good about it, life just gets easier. <laughs> you're in the flow. You're in the flow and it's undeniable. That's Thank great. You, well, we're going to set this thing down. That was a lot of information, Jeff. I really appreciate your time. And it's been a true honor speaking with you on both episodes. You're a man with extremely high integrity and your altruism is simply amazing. And thank you for all you do. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, Jeff. I'm, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to meet you. And I'm really looking forward to growing with you more and, and learning lessons from you and contributing to your cause. I'm really, I'm just honored to have you as a friend. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Beautiful. That was Jeff Palmer, CEO of Clean Machine and an all-around amazing human being. Inspiring people surround us. Jeff Palmer is living proof of that. His story is one of redemption. I mean, from rock bottom to where he is now is prodigious to say the least. I love how his passion and purpose is steadfast. You need only spend five minutes with him to understand he is on a purpose-filled mission. I commend him for that and for all he continues to do. He's a living legend in this plant-based movement. I hope you enjoyed both episodes with Jeff, and perhaps you found some truth and inspiration that helps you in some way. That is all for this episode, but please check out my show notes and links to learn more about Jeff and his company, Clean Machine. Please tune in next week to meet Dr. Stephen Smith, the founder of Vegan Fine Foods in Miami, Florida. He's an extraordinary person that's changing the game as we know it. Until then, peace, love, and plants. Thank you.